Okay. Hey. Okay. Now we now we are live now. Good evening. Good uh, evening. Tonight we've got uh, brother, Mr. Brother Daryl Antoine, with us this evening, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, voted giving you voting information uh, here in Jefferson County, Beaumont, Port Arthur, Orange, Jefferson County. Well, that's Orange, not Jefferson County, but we're going to give information on voting. Where we're going to where you're going to vote? We're going to give locations. We're going to talk about the uh, the from the pews to the polls, uh, just general, and also uh, the new voter machines uh, that that uh, we have out and uh, Operation One Vote uh, from the pews to the polls, uh, which is going to be next Sunday uh, at uh, one o'clock. Uh, food could be served and all that, but I'm gonna let uh, Darren, Darren, Mr. Antoine is gonna tell you all about that. Also, uh, I was expecting uh, Ladonna on the Shorewood to be here with us to give us the new voting laws and the, the, the urgency of voting, and we need to vote. Everyone get out to vote. So, with that said, I'll turn it over to my my cousin. There we go. Oh, that's Good evening. Good evening. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait a minute. She showed up. Okay. Yeah. She's, you know what? It's been it's been damn near six months and you're still late. <laughs> well, you know, I saw your I saw your text and I said, you know what? I'm in the middle of something else, but I'm gonna come on because early voting starts tomorrow and I'm gonna be working the polls every day. And it's important to us that we expressed you know what's at stake that matters that's correct that is definitely correct sister um because what's at stake we'll be surprised um just a little bit from lyndon b johnson lyndon b johnson wrote the vote is the most powerful instrument ever devised by man for breaking down injustice and destroying the terrible walls which imprison men because they are different from other men. A man without a vote is a man without protection. And we we need to, at this time and day, we need to realize the predicament uh, that we in right now. Now, speaking on behalf of Ebenezer, I'm a deacon at Ebenezer, I'm over our voters education ministry uh, that a lot of you guys know that Paul Jones used to be. Well, uh, we vote 97%. We will be uh, at the courthouse on October 30th. Uh, Mr. Patterson also wanted to mention that we need to get out to early voting um, after church on, on that Sunday for appeals to the polls. Uh, she wanted us to encourage all our members and friends and organize carpools, caravans, whatever we can to make sure that people get to the polls. Uh, at Theodore John's Library and John Paul Davis Community uh, Center on that Sunday, Beaumont Courthouse and Rogers Park uh, the community center. So we basically want to make sure that we get people out there. Now, even we're asking, even that if you already voted, even if you've already voted, we're still asking that you show up for the unity, uh, for the unity, because 
let me tell you what happened, and I'm quite sure that we are very much aware. They tried to stop pews to the polls. If you can remember, uh, on this last session, they was trying to stop pews to the polls because they they said that the black church is not voting anymore, so it didn't matter that we had it. Well, guess what's happening now? We have the Republican Party churches going to pews to the polls. <laughs> so so now it's all right now. It's all right now to go. To, yeah. So now they're the telling them members since they feel that the black church and and. Uh, is not going back to pews to the polls. Okay, let's get our members to pews to the polls. So, so we need to make sure that that we are aware exactly what we're doing. Now, Sister Ladonna did say early voting starts tomorrow, uh, from October 24th to the 28th, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. October 29th, which is the only Saturday that we have, is 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. October 30th, which is pews to the poll on that Sunday, is from 12 noon to 6 p.m. And then October 31st to November 4th, Monday through Friday, is 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And if you look at that, now you know that they've cut a Saturday and they've cut another uh, Sunday. So now we're down to one Saturday and one Sunday. But hey, we, we, we're, we're pushing and hoping that we can get our people to the poll. Mr. Sherwood, you got anything on that? Oh, definitely. You know, one of my main things is I'll be at all different polling locations for early voting. I'll be at Theodore Johns. I'll be at Elmo Willard. I'll be at Rogers Park. I'll be going live from every location. My problem is we've got to really figure out what's at stake. We've got to understand that uh, women's rights and civil rights and voting rights and all of these other different things are being voting on during this midterm election. We can't stop at the top. We've got to vote all the way down the ballot. We've got to be found doing good for goodness sake. We've got to be found showing up when we don't think that it matters. We got to show up every election, every time to get people elected that represent our ideals, our principles, our morals, our values, our standards. And when we don't do that, then we hand the election over to people who don't represent what is best for us. And when we do this, when we show up, we can affect change. A lot of people feel like, oh, well, what's the use? It's not going to matter. My vote doesn't count. Why should I show up? I don't care about this because they don't care about me. It's not going to matter. Well, I will say this. When people like myself and other local officials get ready to run for office, you'll show up to the polls. But we can't do it alone. Nobody elected can handle the job that is at hand by themselves. They've got to have an entire ticket where they can vote for and with their friends and colleagues to get things accomplished. When we don't think about those things and we're like, oh, I'm going to vote for LaDonna. It don't do you no good to vote for LaDonna if you didn't vote for the people surrounding LaDonna. Because LaDonna can only affect one portion of change that needs to happen. The people that are with her can affect a whole group of change if you vote down ticket. 
we got to encourage people not to vote for just people, but vote for a movement, right? An entire movement. And Beto, the governor, lieutenant governor, the AG, attorney general, uh, 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 the commissioners, the land officers, the treasurers, the all of these offices affect change on our local day-to-day lives. And when we don't participate, what we're saying is we're giving the reign over our life to somebody else. And that is a great big mistake because we do not want a slim minority affecting the legislation and the laws for a vast majority. When you don't show up, what you're saying is a 10 to 10, 20% minority population is deciding the legislation, the laws, the people to interpret the laws for the other 80, 90% of us, right? When you right, don't show right, up. Right, right. When you don't show up. So then don't tell me that you're mad or you upset or they don't like you or all of these different things and you didn't participate well this is why yes yes hey, hey yes. donna stay right there because i want you to uh you was talking about the down ballots and how we're going to vote i want you to stay right there because i'm going to give the time and dates for the locations that we can vote uh and i want you to go over the ballot so that i can understand what's on the ballot okay okay right tony can you um turn down the a reverb in the back. I guess it's a turn. Turn them down. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's 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 a it's amazing, Sister Sherwood. You said that um, going back in history. Um, let me let let me show you just how God works. If you guys give me give me two minutes. If you go guys ahead. let me show you go just ahead. how God works. In 1796, George Washington penned his last letter of address. He got with Alexander Hamilton, and he said how important it was for us to have unity. He said in his farewell address, he urged Americans not to put their regional, sectional interests above the interests of the nation as a whole. He said, you have a common cause when we fought and triumphed together. The independence and the liberty you possess are the work of joint councils and joint efforts on common dangers. He said the suffering and the success was done jointly. We should see our common interests rather than our differences. Our union ought to be considered as a main prop of our liberty and the love of the one ought to endure us to the preservation of the other. Then he said our worst enemy. Our worst enemy was one of the chief dangers of letting regional and loyalties dominate loyalty to the nation as a whole was that it would lead to factionism or the development of competing political parties. And when Americans vote according to party loyalty rather than the common interest of the nation, Washington feared that it would foster a spirit of revenge and enable the rise of cunning, ambitious, and unprincipled men who would stir up for themselves the reins of government 
destroying afterwards the very engine which has lifted them to unjust dominion. Just as regionalism would lead to formation of political parties, Washington believed that partisanship would open the door to foreign influence and corruption. Now, I wanted to read that because just think about where we are right now with people hitting the Capitol, with, with the last president agreeing with foreign dictators and, and ministers. And, and, and this is where we're at because we're, we're facing at a time where they've already overturned Roe v. Wade. They're attacking the 13th, 14th, 15th Amendment. All these things will have an effect on the people, but there's nothing that's coming together. <laughs> when you when you speak of those, those parties, not one thing have they said that's going to bring America together. It's either you with us or you're not. And thank you for that time, Tony. I, I just wanted to make sure that everybody, um, that we're here now. Exactly what Washington said 226 years ago is exactly what's happening right now in America. And you know what? I can't express the importance of what you just stated. We have laws that have been on the books and things that we think are constitutional, inalienable rights. But we looking at Roe v. Wade being overturned. And as simply as they overturned women's rights, is that simply as they can overturn slavery rights and civil rights and voting rights and other rights that if you don't show up to the polls, then you don't have a voice. It's a lot of things that are at stake at this particular election. And if we don't take the time to acknowledge what is happening here, the shit going to hit the fan and we're going to be asleep at the wheel. All I got to say is this. Women's rights, voting rights, civil rights, uh, marital rights, all these different things to come into play in the very near future. And guess what we're doing? We're pretending like we got our head in the sand. W what happened on January 6th, they could tell us 10,000 times, oh, our democracy is not on the line. Our democracy is on the line. When they decide that they want to overturn free and fair elections and they want to stall or overturn the election results because they want to go and find so many results that they want to all of this stuff matters what what are we doing to combat january the 6th i could tell you right now a group of us could not have shown them to the capitol and said we want to deny the election results and we want to overturn the election results and we want to hang Mike Pence and we want to, we could not do that. That would be impossible for us to even conceive in our mind. And at this particular point, we have election deniers who are running for office who once they get into these offices, they will be influencing the county clerk they will be influencing the district clerk. They're going to be influencing voter registration, voter turnout, uh, the people that are managing elections. What are we doing? What are we doing to combat this voter suppression, voter intimidation? We ain't doing nothing because we're like, oh, January 6th was just a farce.
and that really didn't happen or we're denying it they denying it and we're ignoring it and then when the when the, when all the situations go bad and democracy's at stake then they're gonna say well nobody told us and nobody warned us and nobody gave us a heads up and nobody talked about the only reason that i am on this show and going on all the different shows that i'm going on voter intimidation denial suppression all of these things are on the ballot right now at this midterm because if we start electing people who supported january 6th who supported the hang mike pence who supported to kill nancy pelosi who supported to overturn the capitol and break in the capitol and do all of this these are people that are going to be elected to yeah. office and then when they get elected to office they're going to push the narrative and desires of the people that are electing them and we don't have a we don't have a a dog in the fight if we don't tell people the importance of these elections what are you going to do when they kick in the doors of the capitol and say we we deny the election results so and so won, but we say they didn't win. We don't want them. We're going to put our person in office and we're going to piss on these results. They put poo-poo in the White House, in the, in the Capitol building, on the walls, and they said they wasn't going to support it. They wanted to overturn it. They wanted to stop it. We didn't do nothing. And now they want to deny the court cases and all of these things they don't want to talk about this no more and we we we're fighting a losing battle because we should be over january the 6th how are we going to get over january the 6th when these people tried to deny the election results that means democrats can get elected all over the county all over the state all over the world the united states and they can go in and say we don't we don't want those results we're going to deny those results we don't want those people in office we're going to hold a meeting and go make up as we go what the results are going to be. This is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate and it's ridiculous. And if we don't pay attention, they're electing election deniers, people who have said they don't stand by the results of the election. Joe Biden is not the elected president. They feel like Trump been uh mistreated and his votes wasn't calculated and all this kind of stuff well when they get ready to do that with a governor or a senator or some other people what are we gonna do then what are we gonna do are we gonna sit by like we sit by now and say oh it ain't nothing we can do we just gonna oh my goodness we're gonna twiddle our thumbs and wait for them to decide the future of election results we have voter intimidation, voter suppression. Uh, even here locally in Jefferson County, we've had people that have denied election results and, oh, said these things aren't true and, oh, these results aren't valid. And it's going on right here. You know, I want to make it my business as a poll watcher and poll worker. I'm going to be going live, honey. When they get the clowning and acting a fool while I'm out there, I could tell you right now, I plan on working every day during early voting. I'm gonna be going live. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be showing y'all pictures. 
If they get to carrying on the fool, I'm going to be right there videoing their ass because we have got to be on point about what is going on at these elections. We're we're asleep at the wheel and right. it's unfortunate and it's ridiculous. And I can't express to you enough the importance of this particular midterm election. We Democrats and Democratic people have to be found on our job. And we're not. I'm. 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 I'm concerned. I'm, you know, Ladonna, you, you you made a, quite a few points. And the good part about this, we're we're talking to Jefferson County in Southeast Texas, but on this podcast, we're talking to the the mass of people. We talked about those are all over the country that need. We need them. This. You, you cannot. Need, wherever you are, and you're listening. Wherever. You are not just vote, but we've got to be found monitoring poll watchers, poll workers, because these people may get the notion in their mind that they don't want these results. Well, when they get the notion in their mind that they don't want the no, they don't want these results. Guess what they're gonna do? They're going to contact their friends, their family, whoever, whatever liars they know that's going to lie together with them and they're going to create a lie. Well, when you fabricate a lie and you get to spreading it around, what well, in hell, it becomes the truth. And if we don't combat that, then we got a problem on our hands. Just think if, if, if Mike Pence and Nancy Pelosi hadn't went in and certified the results of the election, then people could have created enough uh you know deception in the mind of people to make them hell they already did it they say uh, uh, president biden ain't the lawful president if you tell a lie enough times it becomes the truth we gotta stop these people we're not doing enough we're asleep at the wheel we acting like this stuff don't matter these people have a january 6th committee that we are ignoring because we're like oh january 6th that wasn't a big deal it's a damn big deal because if they lie enough they can tell you that the people who voted didn't vote the numbers that voted didn't vote the people that they gonna say whatever they want to say and what are you gonna do and how can you combat it if they control the elections if they control the county clerk and the district clerk and the people that are the, the poll workers and poll watchers and they all lying together well what are you gonna do you're right you're right so if you if you don't mind I, um Early voting starts tomorrow. Think. Uh oh, you're breaking up. You you changed uh, computers. We have got to be found volunteering. We got to volunteer as poll watchers, poll workers. We got to stop voter intimidation, voter suppression. We got to nip it in the bud. And we've also got to be found electing people to these positions in county clerk and district clerk and uh, a tax assessor collector who is affecting the registered voters. We need to find all of those people. We need to have a talk to them. We need to have a meeting with them about what is acceptable, what is appropriate, what is right, and what we're not going to do, and how we will remove you when you do not do what is appropriate and right, particularly in Jefferson County, where we are a minority majority. I don't go for it. I'm not going for one single bit. Mm -hmm. The person that's elected the county clerk, guess what? The county clerk affects how elections are ran. 
the county clerk affects is when and where and how we vote, how many polling locations are open, the ease and the access to voting. If we elect the wrong person as county clerk, we got we're gonna have hell to pay. Mm -hmm. You know, right. this is the job that I originally I was running for while I'm not running for it currently. I tell you what, our two candidates that are running for it better know that I'm gonna be watching them like a hawk. Yeah, you love. I hear well, you. No, I don't know if you can hear me, Tony. Yeah, we can hear you now. Yes, we can hear you. Okay, well, what we need to understand and what I've been trying to get, you need, you can take your sample ballot. If you have a sample ballot, you can take that to the booth with you. But you cannot, you cannot have your phone. You cannot have your phone in that booth because will your vote ask you to leave so i need our people in jefferson county to understand that um i say no computer advices has to be 100 feet away from the poll let our senior citizens and everybody know that they probably took a picture of that sample ballot that go into that booth with your phone you but you can take the paper for ballot we need to make sure that we we get that out. Secondly, mm -hmm. what's what what's hard for me to believe is that there are some good people. And when I say the other side, I'm talking about Republican and Independent. But these people are they don't care. They don't have no more moral or whatever that's going. And we still believe facts. Uh oh, you're breaking up again. I think you're on that. You know, I don't know what he was getting ready to say, but I will piggyback on that. I want to say this there are uh, Republicans and independents that are very good people. Can you all give us our. We gotta, we I want to say this. I want to say this. Republicans or independents, regardless, you are our brothers and our sisters in democracy. I do not want you guys to sit idly by and watch elections being stolen or manipulated in any capacity. If you hear something, say something. If you know something, say something. If you find something, say something. This is not about Democrats and Republicans. This is about a free and fair opportunity at democracy that if we don't stand up for democracy, we will not have a democracy as we know it. Right now, we have a two-party system, sure. Democrats, Republicans, independents, they fall behind. But if we drop the ball on this particular election, we may be finding ourselves in some type of aristocracy where we have an autocratic uh, where it's one person controlling the narrative, controlling who's voting, controlling this and that and all of that matters, right? Because we want to have the opportunity to select people that are going to do the best job at all times for all the people, not just one group. This ain't about Democrats and Republicans. And people that really know me, they know that I am about getting out the vote. Well, I don't care who you vote for, right, but I want to make sure that you are voting. Period. And that your vote counts. 
Right. I wish we had our uh, chairperson on with us so she can give information. Dr. Black Finney uh, uh, is on, in the comment box, and uh, she's asking where can she get a sample uh, ballot? Well, Tony, she can she can go online to Jefferson County election, and she can print one out. Uh, she can print the sample. Just go up on the notice. When you go mm-hmm. up on the notice, you can print you can print those sample ballots out. And that's for anyone that's listening. You can go to Jefferson County, Texas elections. Go up on the notice. You'll see early voting and uh, November eighth voting. You can print out that sample ballot, and you can take that sample ballot with you in the booth. That's but right. You cannot have your phone please let's make sure that we understand that that they cannot have their phone because mm-hmm. with the lady that's over it right now uh um uh, she she is pulling all the all the all the all the courses she can she's pulling them right out. and so we and need you know what this matters these are things like what he's saying that matters who your county clerk is who your district clerk is who your tax assessor is these are the elections that matter matter of fact these are the elections that is on this particular ballot and when those people don't feel like you should have the ease of access to voting it's not enough to register to vote it's not enough to have the voter right it's a it's a matter of having the ease of access to voting does your county clerk want a free and fair election does your county clerk want you to have the ease of access to voting does your county clerk want to make it hard to vote or does your county clerk want to make it easy to vote does your county clerk want to have you access for 24 hour voting does your county clerk want to have you drive through voting does your county clerk want to have you voting through your cell phone does your county clerk want to have you or does your county clerk want to come at you at every obstacle of why you can't vote or why you shouldn't vote or your signature don't match or your driver license don't match or your address don't match or they, they, they combating you at every hand. These are the things that we need to be asking ourselves when we elect a county clerk and a district clerk and a tax assessor. Are they making it easier or are they making it more difficult? Did you ask them that? Have you talked to them about what their policies or procedures will be? Have you asked them, do they want to improve the ease of access to voting or do they think that voting should be some type of staunch, rigid, uh, rigorous process where you're, you're, you're this and you're that and you're this and you're that and all of this? We're not asking the right questions. Okay, and we're not holding them to a specific standard. Chris Hollins of Harris County had the highest voter turnout of Harris County ever because you know why? He turned the voting process around in Harris County. He said, let's do 24 hour voting. Let's do drive through voting. Let's do let's make it as easy as we possibly can during COVID. You know what? They fought him on every hand. Here in Jefferson County, do we know what our county clerk wants? Do we know what our county clerk is going for? Have we asked them the questions? I mean, they get into these forums and they talk about stuff that don't matter and who could care less. But are they asking the questions or answering the questions that we really need answered? Those are things that we should be concerned about. Hey, Tony, I, I see that people are asking. So if you if you don't mind... Uh, sure. they, they want to know. So, 
the first first thing when you get to your sample ballot, you look in there, it's the United States Representative 14. The Republican is Randy Weber. The Democrat is Michael Williams. United States Representative 36. The Republican is Brian Babin. The Dem Democrat is John Hare. For governor, you have Republican Greg Abbott. Democrat Beto O'Rourke. Uh, Libertarian Mike Tiplett and the Green Party, Delia Barreros. Lieutenant Governor, Republican Dan Patrick, who we know right now is going through court things. For he need, we need him out. Stress yeah. that again. Say that yeah. two times faster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for Democrat Mike Collier mm -hmm. and for Libertarian, we have Shauna Steele. Right. Attorney General, another one going through court problems. The Republican Ken Paxton. Uh, we have Rochelle Mercedes Garza as your Democrat and Mark Ash as your Libertarian. Then for our control of public accounts, the Republican is Glenn Hager. The Democrat is Janet Dutland. And we have a Libertarian V. Alonzo Rivera Garza. Commissioner of General Land Office. Republican is Don Buckingham. Democrat is Jay Clyburn and Green Party is Alfred Marlison Jr. For Commissioner of Agriculture, we have Sid Miller for Republican and Susan Hayes as the Democrat. For the Railroad Commissioner, for Republican, we have Wayne Christian. For the Democrat, Luke Warford. Uh, for Libertarian, Jamie Andrews Diaz. And for Green Party, Hunter Wayne Crow. For the Justice, Supreme Court Place 3. For Republican, we have Deborah Lehman. For Democrat, we have Aaron Noel. And for the Libertarian Party, Thomas Edward Oxford. Now, Justice, Supreme Court Place 5. The Republican is Rebecca Huddle. The Democrat is Amanda Rychek. For Justice, Supreme Court Place 9. The Republican is Evan Young. And the Democrat is Julia Maldonado. For judge, Court of Criminal Appeals, place five. Republican is Scott Walker. And the Republic, the Democrat is Dana Huffman. For the Court of Criminal Appeals, place six as judge. Republican is Jesse McClure III. And the Democrat is Robert Johnson. For the member of the State Board of Education, District 7, we need to pay attention to this because that's why we're having problems right now with Chapter 37 right here in Texas. Julia Pick Pickens is the Republican. The Democrat is Dan Hockman. And the Libertarian is Alan Pyatt. For the State Senator, District 3, you have Robert Nichols is the Republican. Steve Russell is the Democrat. And Desiree Lindsay is the Libertarian. State Senator District 4, Republican, Brandon Creighton, and Democrat, Misty Bishop. State Representative 22, Republican, Jacorian Randall, and Mr. Christian Manuel Hayes is our Democrat representative. For Justice of the Ninth Court of Appeals, place 2, we have Republican Jay Wright, and we have Mr. Bob Mabry for Democrat. For the district judge of 317, uh, the district district, we have the Republican Gordon Price, and we have Miss Charlize Ramos for the Democrat. Mm -hmm. Our county judge Jeff Brannick, Republican. 
And for our Democratic representative is Carolyn Guidry. For our current county clerk, we have Roxanne Helberg as the Republican, and we have Ms. Jess Prince as the Democrat. For our county treasurer, Republican Tim Funches, and the Democrat is my friend Charlie Hallmark. County Commissioner Precinct 2, Eric Eckerson is the Republican, and Ms. Julia Rodriguez will be our Democrat. And then for the last one, Justice of the Peaks, Precinct 2, is Joseph Guillory, the second for the Democrat, and an independent Kyron Bark Baker. I'm sorry. And if you live in Bevel Oaks, you have Councilman Ward 1, Martha Baycrot, Philip Nicoy, and Gary Watson. Member 2, Jim Wright, Cheryl Mitchell, for the city of Grove general election. For your mayor, no one is running against Chris Boone. No one is running against your, your councilman, Ward 2, which is Paul Oliver. You do have Ward 4, is Rhonda Dugas and Kyle Hoyer. And other than that, if, you, if you're watching the ballot, pay attention to your ballot because in your area, you may have some Beaumont Municipal Management uh, uh, but it's only for people that live in that area, and it's basically about infrastructure. So I wanted to make sure we get that out because I am, people were asking who's running, and so I'm glad we. Had I that. am so excited that you went through that because we needed to take a moment. And Tony, I mean, I haven't been on the show in a while, but I hope that we have a sample ballot that has been pre-marked with what we feel as a show of what the ballot should look like. We cannot afford to sit out. We cannot afford to say, oh, I'm staying out of this election. I don't care if they are voting to turn the stop sign to the right or the left. We have got to be found voting every election, every time. I'm so glad that you went through the ballot who's voting Republican or Democrat. Let me say this. This particular show does not lean Democrat or Republican, but I am the Democratic precinct chair of precinct 23, which is the highest voting precinct in Jefferson County. I'm expecting you to show up to the polls and do your level best. Don't let your ancestors down and we have got to do our due diligence. These elections, particularly those in the midterms, they matter. Because when we elect the president, we expect the president to do all of these different things. But the president cannot assume their responsibility if they don't have democratic control of the Senate and the House. Or they don't have people down ballot that can enact the things that they are trying to push forward. It does us no good to show up in certain elections and not other elections when they really matter when people are implementing the law. People are like, oh, LaDonna, if you run, I'm going to vote for you. But LaDonna is not a single entity. I have got to have people and family and friends and people around me that also see the same way that I see to make things happen. So when you watch Knowledge is Power podcast live, don't think that we're promoting a super certain group of people or this or that or the other, which we may be. But we're doing that because 
We cannot elect one portion and not the other portion. And, and these elections all play hand in hand. Yeah. You, you, you've got to check what elections matter towards what. Local elections, sure, affect your home. If you, in order to be vocal, you've got to vote local. But your local elections are only played out by the people that you elect nationally and federally who are going to create the policies that we're going to break down here locally that are going to affect you at your day-to-day -day life. Right? So right. you need to vote every election, every time. You cannot skip you can't say I'm voting in presidential elections. I'm not voting in midterms. I'm voting in midterm elections. I'm not voting in presidential. You got to vote every election every time. Your vote matters. Well, well can I? Let me say something, Sister Haley, real quick. Uh, first of all, Dr. Finney, I hope that information that you asked for will help you and your sorority sisters to get out your vote. But, you know, Sister Haley was, 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 was definitely correct. You know, we're not pushing no party, but what we're pushing is justice. Because mm -hmm. right now we're dealing with a party that is all about injustice, you know, mm -hmm. and that's the whole point. These people will tell you that uh, you can't have an abo abortion, but they'll they'll vote for a person. They'll forgive the person that paid for his girlfriend to have an abortion because they'll back him. You understand? Because they forgive him. Well, well, you know, God speaks to everybody. So we right. don't know what God didn't told a woman. But here's my thing when it comes to abortion, because that has been brought up. So let, let me let me get this clear right now so that we'll know. You know, the point of what we're saying is that some of us don't believe in abortion. I'm one. But what I do believe in is the right for a woman to make her own decision because I feel that man should not be the judge. That's between that woman and God. And believe me, sometimes you never know what God then told a woman. Just like he used Paul to persecute his people, then he turned around and had Paul uh, talk to his people and preach to his people. We don't know what God telling women. But here's my thing. When you tell a woman and you make a law to tell a woman that you can be raped and everything and still have a child, then you're messing up not just this woman life, but you're messing up this kid life. And see, they say they care about life, pro-life. Well, you can't care about life because what about the mental aspect of this woman that you're forcing to have a child through rape? What about that woman? And what about the child that is going to be born? Because whether the woman gives the child away or not, it's still going to affect that child. But because they have never went through that, it doesn't matter to them. We need to realize if you got a heart and you have a heart for God and you believe in justice, whether you're Republican or Democrat, I'm talking about when your heart is burning for the truth, vote the truth. Speak, I'm not Jeff. worried about speak, speak. I'm not speak. worried about I'm not worried about Joe Biden because Joe Biden cannot make no laws. This is the most important, important right now election. Because these guys and women that we're going to be voting for is going to make is going to make laws, and they can make a law for us to go back in slavery. All they got to do is give it to the to the Supreme Court. Wake up, people! This is what's happening. This is what's happening. We have three, three. I'm telling you, three people on the Supreme Court. Everybody else is Republican. If if that faction should happen to win again, they already took down Roe. 
Roe v. Wade, they talking about the 13th, 14th, 15th Amendment taking it down. All they got to do is vote for us to go back into slavery. And if the Supreme Court approves it, then we're lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it may start a civil war, but we're lost because this is the most important race. And if you've never voted before, vote in this race because people are not voting their heart. They're voting party. And that's why our country is in the predicament that is in right now, where people are turning again from where we didn't came from. You know, just look at the party. The Democratic Party has every nationality you can think of. The Republican Party has one black senator, Tim Scott. Who is who who are, who is representing the Hispanics and who is representing uh, the white people with good heart and the blacks? who just want to live their life according to the way. And first of all, why do we have to have different laws from what you have? Why can't we have the same rights that you have? And I'm passionate Mm -hmm. about what I'm saying because people ain't understanding what's happening because a lot of people don't watch the news. I'm Mm -hmm. up on this because I'm telling you where we're headed. Matter of fact, I just read to you what George Washington said 226 years ago. We're headed there. This man predicted this 226 years ago, and it's happening right now. And so, yeah, I agree with Ms. Haiti. We got to pay attention to who we're voting for, and we have to get everybody out. Last thing I want to say, Tony, you see this thing right here? This phone? Yes, sir. Yeah. I went to my contractor. Got a message. Donald probably got one. I got over 500 people in this car. And so everybody that's listening to your show, if you got your phone, sit down right now the night before you go to bed, go through this contact and put on there, please vote and show, give me proof that you voted by taking a picture of your sticker. And if everybody would go through their contacts and ask everybody to vote, there's no reason in the world if they were to get out to vote that we wouldn't accomplish what it is that we're trying to accomplish. And whether we're Republican or Democrat, we want to make sure that we vote justice and moral liability for the people that we're going to put in office. Got it. You got it, baby. I appreciate The most important thing that I want to say in closing, and I, my phone cut off, I had to plug up. Here's the most important thing that I want to say. It's not enough for you to vote. It's not enough. That's not enough for me. Every year, the last two years, I've been saying, I want to turn out 500 voters. I want to turn out 500 voters. I'm always stuck at 250. So so clearly, I got people and I argue with with that group of people to pull out and I'm stuck at 250. I can't get 500. 500 voters out can't get 500 people to believe with me that their vote matters. Your vote matters. Who you influence is their vote matters. Who we who we elect, their vote and conversation matters. And we cannot hold people accountable when we don't show up. The best way that we can hold them accountable is by showing them that we're going to show up. When we show up, then we can say we don't want you no more. We're going to seats you don't when you don't vote our principles and our morals and our values and what we have going on we will get rid of you the best way we that we can show that is by who that we elect who's up to the polls i'm gonna be at the voting polls 
every day starting tomorrow you can find me in the polls in the streets i'm a down there waiting for your vote i'm gonna be taking your picture i'm gonna be holding you accountable i'm gonna be texting you i'm gonna be calling you i'm gonna be on every podcast that i can get on in between now and november the 8th but we've got to be found doing our part i don't want to hear no complaining and you ain't ain't bringing people to the polls that's because right. you only have two powers that's voting right. power and buying power that's who you elect and where you spend your dollars yes. if you don't show up then i don't want to hear your mouth i don't want to hear your mouth yes I, I agree tony last but not least man you know i thank you for inviting me on this show because you know this is very passionate to me as you can tell uh and i'm paying attention what's happening you know, a lot of our young boys walking around these streets and what they thinking they thugging and bugging, but they don't know what can come at them. You know, I've been there. I'm, I'm praying and hoping that we as a people and as a party uh, wake up. My prayer is that those in the Republican Party that have a heart for God and that believe in justice will not turn the other cheek and just vote because you're a Republican and just vote for party, you know. Yeah, because I know people don't like Joe Biden, but I'm not talking about Joe Biden. Joe Biden can't do nothing without the Congress and the Senate. I'm asking you to vote, to vote your heart for injustice to, for the laws of this country. Because Joe Biden can't change no laws of this country. And if we have the right Congress and the right Senate, and if right. they're working together, like George Washington said, if they're working together, then that's why we can accomplish what we have accomplished already in America. But if we continue going down the way we're going down, America will become a dictatorship. And that's believe right. me, there will be law. One that's thing right. and last, remember black voters, we have over a trillion dollars coming into this country. Our money speaks. Thanks. Our money speaks. But Thanks. Speak louder. I love you guys. Thank you, Tony, once again for having me. I'm going to see you at the poll. Anybody have any questions, please, 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 please do not bring your phone. And I know I, I sound like a broken record, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's already been told to me, if you bring that phone into the poll booth, you will not vote. They will That's take right. your vote. So please do not bring your phone in there. Bring these ballots. Bring these sample ballots with you. Mark it up. Bring it with you, and you can use it while you're in the in the in the poll. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Dr. Darren Antoine Senior and Ladonna Sherwood Haley. I appreciate you guys. Great information you share to where went to, to everyone and those who are listening and watching. Please share our podcast. We're on all social media platforms, and we want to get this message out to go out and vote. We has to do that. We Amen. have to. All right. And if you have any questions, if you have any issues, if you have any concerns, I'm going to be at Theodore Johns. I'm going to be at Elmo Willard. I'm going to be at Rogers Park all the next two weeks, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. When they open, I'm going to be there. You can hit me on my phone. You can find me on Facebook. You can get find somebody that knows somebody who knows LaDonna Sherwood. I'm going to be at the location. It ain't gonna be no excuse because I'm gonna be out there. 
That's right. That's a physical location. We're spending my days, spending my time, spending my minutes, spending my hours getting out the boat. I don't care who you vote for, but I do want you to get out and vote. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be able to help you navigate. I'm going to be available for whatever you need. And I want you to be found doing what's right and proper for the sake of right and proper. Don't let your ancestors down. Show right. up and vote. And you can get this broadcast. You can rebroadcast this podcast on Spotify, YouTube, LinkedIn. I mean, it's there for everyone to take off. Uh, and, uh, Dr. Finley, Tony, Dr. Finley is asking, uh, last question, can this broadcast be heard again for me to share? Yes, yes, it sure is. She can share it from from uh, from from YouTube, our YouTube channel. Knowledge is called Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Uh, you can go to our website at Knowledge is Power Podcast Live uh, So we we it's, it's, it can be rebroadcast anywhere. Thank you. Again. So much is at stake. So wow. much is at stake. Please, guys, uh, voting rights, civil rights, women's rights. Family rights. It's so many rights that are at stake and gerrymandering different things. The democracy as a whole with January 6th and people, we have got to be found at the polls standing up for what we believe in. If you don't know what you believe in, let, let me talk to you so I can give you something to believe in. Okay, call me. I can help you with that. Okay, guys, let's do it. You guys have a blessed evening, Tony. Thank you once again, man. I hope you have another podcast before Pews to the Polls or after Pews before November 8th so we can get get this get it out here because early voting, we vote 84%. It's on election day is when we're having a problem. So let's get this vote out here. Thank you once again for having me. LaDonna, thank you again. You're always on target. I'm going to have to uh, sign up. Always Look, we need to get on another poll, uh, po podcast so we can talk some more to people. Yeah. We'll do this again on Saturday morning. How about that? Uh, okay. I might be at a funeral Saturday morning. Just let me know what time, Tony. Okay. See, guys. Thank you, right. Donna and uh, Darren. Thank you, guys. You're very, very informative. Thank Have you, everyone, one. for and listening to Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. <laughs>